This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Jonathan Hansen, President of World Ministries International, and I want to welcome you to the Warning Radio program. Special guest, Apostle Don Beasley, Senior Pastor of Turning Point City Church, Dixon, Illinois. Uh, welcome back, Don. Hey, good morning, sir. How are you today? Well, I'm I'm good. I'm good. I uh, I just finished a pastoral article, and I titled it "Trump will be president again," but there's a big but there, Don. Oh yeah. I uh, mentioned that right. June 20, 2022, Israelis government fell. July 7, 2022, Britain's government collapsed. Now the United States of America is in the process of collapsing due to the same problems that forced the collapse of Britain and the Israel's governments. Bad leadership. We literally are being destroyed purposely by socialist communist leaders. The hate fundamental Christians who believe the Bible is literally the word of God. They're trying to take the God of the Bible out of America by attacking its authority through false science, evolution, religion, and heresies taught now in most churches. The emergent church lies that teaches the Bible is evolving. They teach that Jesus is not against homosexuality and other sins, condemned in Scripture because Scripture, they say, is evolving. With this heresy, a person does not need a pastor anymore as a psychologist or evolutionist states the same thing. Don, you know, we, we talked about this much. You were doing a, a series on Christian mythology, and uh, we've talked about the emergent church, and uh, we even last time got into some uh, sins of abomination going into some of our mainline churches, like the Episcopalian Church, that, you know, went ahead and invited a drag queen and, and we talked about the, the Park Church in Elmira, New York, who celebrated Pride Month by hosting a drag queen at their Sunday worship called The Worship is a Drag. Uh, the Park Church is affiliated with the United Church of Christ congregation. You know, we're in such trouble today because everything is uh, taking away the reality of, of the authority and the word of God. Uh, everything uh, is, is basing itself on humanism and evolving according to the norms of the culture, including so much of the church, Don? Uh, yeah, that's correct. I, I, this whole, one of the reasons I called this series trans, you know, and, and some people thought I was talking about, you know, it's like the transition that people are 
transitioning into different genders and roles and whatever. It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with all you hear today is talking about how we're in the middle of this great transition. Uh, the whole culture is in a great transition. And so these myths are what this transition is all about. And, you know, when the Bible talks about in the last days, it says they'll, they'll be given over to believe a strong delusion, a delusion, you know, and we're in the midst of that happening right now, but we always, I think there's no time ever that we've been more prone to what Peter said, that they say, where's the coming of Christ? Everything goes on from the beginning as our, as it did for our forefathers. But Peter said, and I think this is powerful because the longer I live, the more powerful what he said is. He said, you, you deliberately forget two things, creation and the flood. And when I first read that as a young man or whatever, I'm like, okay, or whatever, but creation and the flood were the two most, two things that were outside the realm of, of what we understand as the bio or, or the physical rules of the culture that are here, you know? And so science cannot deal with creation. They've done everything they do to do away with it. Now, even there's, there's hardly any Christian colleges that today that teach what Genesis 1 and 2 teach as far as creation and a six-day creation. They just do not, they don't, they don't believe it's possible. Science won't let them go there. So, you know, they basically come, you know, they're, they're, they're um, evolutionists. They're, they call them theist, uh, theistic evolutionists. And so they take and they say God started creation and then the rest of it is, the, is exactly what science says it is. And so they're away from that. Even even to the point now that in very few evangelical colleges will they look at Genesis 1 through 11 where we have, you know, creation, the fall, the flood, the table of nations. And they just, they basically said we can't go there. Science will let us go there. And so they overlay all of that with the nonsensical science stuff. So it's not just the secular world, the entire Christian the Christian basis, all of our schools have ever been secularized, all because of money. I was on two college boards that wanted to become accredited, and it was a nonsense. You have to change all of your courses, your books, what everything about it has to be changed to meet some secular, you know. And then they said, "Well, the person you have is the president of the college can't remain the president. You got to bring somebody in who's qualified, so they have to be trained in their whole thing, and so you have to bring somebody in." completely different and it just wrecks everything. So I don't think that we realize that when Jesus said that strong delusion is coming, we think that he's talking to the world, but he's talking to the church. And when he says that even the elect would be the seed of responsible, he's not talking to secular people. He's talking to us, but we don't think he's talking to us. It's always somebody else who read the Bible. we never take it personally. That he's talking to us. Wow. Well, listen to this, Don. Again, I'm taking it out of my pastoral article. Trump will be president again, but... And uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't get my news articles that come out uh, twice a month, absolutely free, you can contact my office, 360-629-5248. Put your name on it. Or go to my website, www.worldministries.org, and sign up for it. Now, listen to this. This is going to really, I believe... uh, get your attention. The Philadelphia Trumpet, September 
2022 states, quote, the fact that elderly people elected a president who appointed some conservative justices does not mean that the American people as a whole are repenting of their sins and becoming more virtuous. In fact, the statistics indicate just the opposite. Despite the court rulings, Americans are more lascivious than ever. A May 2022 Gallup poll shows 76% of Americans think fornication is morally acceptable. 71% believe homosexuality relations are proper. 52% think abortion is permissible. 2014 Pew Research Religious Landscaping Survey found that only 51% of millennials are sure God exists compared to 70% of baby boomers who believe there's a creator. Now, again, they just believe God exists like the demons do. They don't follow him. 20% of millennials believe the Bible is the literal word of God. Only 20% compared to 35% of baby boomers who still believe all scripture is given by inspiration. Now, the views of today's conservatives would have been considerably and considered radical not long ago. Most Republicans now support same-sex marriage. Many are warming up to transgenderism. They, too, are racing into immorality and blatant violations of the laws in the Bible. Schools are liberal. The business elites are liberal. The media mongols are liberal. The Hollywood producers are liberal. The songwriters are liberal. The Republicans are liberal, and even the churches are liberal. Statistics from the Culture Research Center at Arizona Christian University, May 12, 2022, a new nationwide survey of American Christian pastors show that the majority of pastors lack a biblical worldview. 37% possess a biblical worldview, although the majority, 62%, hold a hybrid worldview known as syncretism. Senior pastors, 41% hold a biblical worldview, 28% among associates, and 12% of children's and youth pastors. Though that, those that teach are children. 12% only hold a biblical worldview. What are they teaching in Sunday school? Don? Yeah, that, those statistics, when I hear those statistics, they, they cause me to burn inside because the only place this falls this falls at the feet of those standing in the pulpits because they're the ones who have, who have not taught the truth. And they were the majority. They had the stranglehold on all this stuff and they gave it away because they wanted to be popular. They wanted to be well-known. They wanted to sell their books, you know, whatever it is they were after. When the Bible says that the root of all, uh, the root of all evil is the love of money. It wasn't lying. And we're finding that out today. Uh, in 19, I think it was in 1983, I wrote an article for our denominational magazine at the time. It was about what it means to have culturization. And so uh, anyway, I, I grew up on a farm. We had a dairy farm, and so I shared in there the process of, of culturization of milk. So milk, it's, when it starts off, you know, it's, it's whole, but it has bacteria in it. And so in order to take out the bacteria... In milk, you pasteurize it. You heat it to a certain level. kills all the back organic bacteria. Yes. And so the first process of culturization is you create a chamber of heat to remove the, this organic belief 
that there's a God in heaven, you believe his word and whatever. So the first part is you create this massive heat in culture that will take out this organicness of people that reproduce. The, uh, they believe the word of God allowed to change their life, transform them, whatever. You, you make it almost impossible for that to, to continue on from the parents to the children. And so they did this through the educational system. And then the second thing that you have to do is milk has fat in it and it has water. And so when you sit, when you let it sit in the refrigerator, it'll separate the water from the, and people don't want to go to the store and buy milk that's partly separated, you know? So they, they do a thing called homogenization where they squirt it through these tiny little holes under pressure and they homogenize it. So they actually infuse the fat to the water where it won't ever separate again. And so in culture, we created that very same thing that we had all of these litmus tests you had to be pressed through so we would stop separating from the culture they're trying to create and we would be and stop being individuals but all go along with whatever it is they're telling us we need to go along to. And then the last process after you do pasteurization and homogenization is culturization. That's where you get stuff like, so you take stuff and you actually curdle milk and make stuff like cottage cheese and all these different things like that. And so you do culturization and that's, that's, that's done in a laboratory where you take it and you do this stuff to it or whatever, where you actually change the structure. So now you want to create, you, in, you introduce into it a bacteria that causes it to do other things. And that's what's been done through our higher education is we've culturized. And so that's what we mean when we say culturization. We have culturized the people to believe and act the way we want them to. And it's all been a process that's been done. And, and people in the church have not been exempt from this. It's been done as well. That's why I get so irritated with pastors who won't preach the Bible for what it is. They should go get a different job. Well, Don, only the church, only the church is going to save America. No politician is going to save America. It's not going to happen because the politicians, even the, the what we consider conservative politicians, Republicans and others, they are accepting these sins of abomination and judgment's going to fall anyway. It might be delayed a little bit, but it's going to fall unless we have a mighty repentance done. Exactly. I tell you, just the other day I was talking to some people and I said, you know, when you want to think about offending God, I said, you know, God destroyed the earth when, when we, when the earth was so bad. He said, I have to destroy it. And he destroyed everybody on the earth except Noah and his family. And the, after the earth was destroyed, God put a rainbow in the sky and promised that he would never destroy the earth by water again. And I said, if you want to really offend God, you go take Sodom and Gomorrah that he's destroyed for sodomy. And then you take that sodomy and you now say, we're so proud. We're going to swipe God's, God's covenantal sign to not destroy the earth again by water. And we're going to just say, this is our sign. And we're going to push this nonsense and, and we're going to call it pride. And, 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 and you're going to do that. And you don't have any fear of God that there's going to be a retribution for that. But there is a retribution coming, a judgment that people have no idea. In, in the beginning of that judgment, God always starts in his house. So he's going to let the secular uh, culture that's doing this, I'm, I'm, he's going to let them absolutely assault his bride. And then he's going to raise up out of that, because that's when, in history of the Bible, you always find that when the, God's people come under this kind of assault from the secular cultures around them, then revival rises up among them, and they cry out, and 
The one thing that we miss in revival is it's not about a slick preacher. It's not about being emotional. It's not even about miracles. It's about when we rend our heart and understand that we have broken covenant with God and we now take his word for what it is and we begin to make application of it to our lives. When you do that, that's when you see God restore Israel out of their captivity. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Don is talking about uh, the science of judgment. I wrote a book on the science of judgment. Go to my website, www.worldministries.org or telephone 360-629-5248 and order the book, The Science of Judgment. Now, last week we left off talking about, again, what's going on in, in the church, what's going on in schools and libraries and uh, drag queens and, and all of this kind of stuff, city councils. Uh, I know, Don, uh, you made some comments, too. We didn't have time to cover it over there, but uh, why don't you share some things? Yeah, here in our town, <laughs> I got a call one Sunday, one Sunday afternoon, and they asked me to come to a meeting uh, because they there was in our public library, there was two books that they were really concerned about. There's actually about a dozen of them, but the two books they were really concerned about, one was called Gender Queer, and the other one was called uh, Patience and Esther, Edwardian Romance. And so they called me to this meeting because they could not get one other single pastor to go to the library board and speak against these books. They would all say, we'll go, but we won't say anything. And so I I was there, and I told them what we need to do is, and I told them how we need to do it, and and we did that. We went there, and we had a very successful first meeting uh, with them on these or whatever, and then they told us some, they said that they they couldn't make any decisions on it for 30 days or whatever because they're bylaws, and they gave us this paper to to send back to the board, and then they had a second meeting, you know, a month later, and at the next meeting, the the same thing happened is the people that were opposed, they didn't show up in full force this time. And then the, the homosexual, lesbian, LBGT community came out in force. And just one after another, they got up and they preached at us. They called us every kind of name under the book, which was all supposed to be not allowed by the board, but they allowed it to go on without saying a word, you know, about it. And the books that were in the library are illegal, according to Illinois state law and to federal law because they have they have child pornography clearly child pornography in these books but anyway at the second meeting the one of the city council members who's an avowed homosexual stood up and talked about how he personally brought the library director to town he was his man and this and that on the board the library board is a southern baptist pastor's wife and she's a co-pastor of a church but she's completely preaching this stuff in an American Baptist church here in our town. They they embrace a homosexual lesbian LBGT. They're affirming. So they think that it's okay. And then they also, they put, they believe that abortion's okay without a problem. So it's just really amazing. We go through these things and how they do it. And basically what they did is they rewrote the bylaws to the library to make it almost impossible to take a book out of that library. Wow. Now, if it's against the law, why can't some people, pastors, make a criminal complaint? And I did. A criminal complaint. A complaint? Wow. A criminal complaint. I made a criminal complaint to the chief of police of our town, to the county sheriff. I made a complaint to the district attorney. I made a complaint to the attorney general of the state of Illinois. And I made a complaint to the Rockford office of the FBI. 
our regional FBI. Wow. And then not a single thing was done. They didn't even open a case on it. My goodness. My goodness. I, I wonder what a, if there was any possibility to bring a civil lawsuit. I don't know. It's, what's really weird is the city council and the mayor appoints all the people on the library board and they're approved by the city council. But then the city council wants to say, we got nothing to do with that. They're, they're not even under us. They're, they're under some federal library thing or whatever. Not only that, the public schools, here we have this thing called the Lincoln, I forgot the name of Lincoln something, for Abraham Lincoln. It's a reading list for, for kids in uh, middle school. If you read these books in middle school, you get extra credit. And they say they're not pushing them. But how do they make it to the extra credit reading list if you're not pushing them? Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, so, I mean, it, go ahead. it's not in private. It's very in the open in your face. You know, we're under a direct communist takeover. I mean, uh, whistleblowers, FBI whistleblowers are coming forth and, and reporting how the FBI is start now been ordered to target, you know, um, those that come to these school board meetings and make complaints and all of this kind of stuff. And yet they're being shut down. Biden, the deal, they're shutting them down. You know, people don't seem to understand, Don. They're trying to topple the republic. And only the church can stop this insanity. And you got a silly Baptist female wife of a pastor, unless she's the pastor, that's going along with it. Yep. Mm -hmm. I've had run-ins with this lady before. I don't attend them anymore, but our local ministerial association, it's completely full-blown Marxist communist pushing LBGT. One of the pastors even came up, started a group called Flag Parents of Lesbians and Gays. And they have a, and then in our last parade, every church that was in the parade flew that flag on their float or whatever. Good night, God Absolutely. help us. I mean, it's it's insanity. So here and where I'm at right now, you're basically there. There, you can't even really find. I have to go out of our town to find a pastor or that actually that has any problem with this stuff, or if even if they have a problem, if they'll say anything public, they'll go to these meetings and they just won't say anything, but they won't say one way or the other, which I, I tell them, you know, to be silent is to make a choice. You can't sit there and be silent and say you're being neutral. And I tell them all the time, if you want to find out, you go read Dietrich Bonhoeffer's books if you want to find out what neutral will get you. Amen. Uh, there is no neutral in this. And th there's a war going on, and there are no bystanders. Uh, you're either in it or, you, or you're allowing it to happen. And it is happening. And, you know, we just have to really... People tell me all the time, man, you preach that in the pulpit, man, they're going to come and get you. And I said, you know, well, I, I understand that, but I'm like Paul, you know, if God needs me to go all the way to Washington, then send me there, and I'll speak this to whoever needs to be regardless. Because I'm telling you, there's just so many people that are not committed and convinced of what they believe in, and because of that, they're still, like, in flux, allowing this stuff to be changed or whatever. It can't be. Let me just give you a for instance. I, I've been, I've been, a on the, so I have on abortion. I've been in the point something zero percent range because I don't believe that man has the, the authority to do any abortions at all. Cause once you start, even doctors and whatever, once you start doing that, then you, you begin to start playing God. We don't get to do that. Now I understand the doctor may decide to save a woman's life, but my grandmother died from, uh, having a miscarriage and she died later on 
But she, her, when she was on her dying bed, the only thing she was interested in was her children. Amen. And how they'd be raised and whatever. That's what real mothers do. The more I study and the more I come, I came to this thing that, like I, when the Bible says, before I knew you in your mother's womb, before I formed you there, I knew you. And we hear a lot of talk about that. But I just read an article, not I don't know, maybe a couple months ago, that it said it's even beyond that. When a little girl is in her mother's womb, okay, when she's in her mother's womb, all the eggs that she'll ever have in her ovaries are already there. So that means that when her mother was in her grandmother's womb, that little girl and those little boys were in their grandmother's womb. Not their mother's womb, their grandmother's womb. Wow. Now, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Warning Radio program. We're out of time. I want you to pick up on that thought, Don, next week. But Don is right. We need Dietrich Bonhoeffer's. In fact, when he was starting to speak on all of this, I thought, this is what we need. And this is what Don is, a Dietrich Bonhoeffer. Four sins bring judgment on a nation, idolatry, immorality, killing the innocent, dividing the land of Israel. America is guilty of all four of these sins. Even if Trump becomes president again, I hope he does, he's not going to save America. He's also accepted some of these sins, as well as the Republican Party has already mentioned, backing homosexuality, etc. No politician is going to save America. Only the Bride of Christ can save this nation if she repents of her own sins. God bless you. Amen. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.